The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. In these times of rapid change, chaos, and crisis... A new wave of legendary leaders is rising up to answer their higher calling. Many are not famous nor have followers, though some do. They are brave individuals like you, seeking your highest truth and committed to deep personal change. Welcome to Legendary Leaders, Answering the Higher Calling with your host, Maria Danley. Here is the innovative support you've been looking for to become the legendary leader you are destined to be. Now, here's Maria Danley. Hello, and welcome to Legendary Leaders, Answering the Higher Calling. I'm your host, Maria Danley, and thanks for being here today. If you're live with us or if you're listening to the recording of this show, it's good to be with you at any time that you're listening, and I thank you for being here. Today, we will be discussing the topic of Answering Your Higher Calling. We'll explore thoughts around what the higher calling is, how you find it for yourself, and how to stay in alignment with your higher calling on a daily basis. You'll receive homework today. Now, this isn't school, but I like to think of homework as the work you do to come home to yourself. And you'll have plenty of ideas on work you can do to find and answer your higher calling on this show. We'll also be doing a short visualization toward the end of this half hour, that is more of a brain exercise that you can use throughout your day to ensure that you are staying in alignment with your higher purpose. So that's coming up. And after the brain exercise, we'll be opening up the phone lines today to take calls from you. If you are seeking greater clarification about any issue that is going on for you and you'd like some guidance on how to take greater responsibility for your circumstances, I'll be channeling some direct answers to your questions from your higher self. So please keep this number handy. 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. And it may be appropriate today that you might want to call in and have, if you have a question about your, your higher calling. However, you may call in and with any question or any topic that you have. So I'll channel what your higher self and spirit guides have to answer on that question and others. So we'll begin the channeling around 1.25 p.m. today. And again, that number is 1-866-472-5795. Well, I'm currently not giving private one to one-on-one readings at the moment, and that may change in the future. But for now, the only way to receive your higher guidance, your higher self-guidance through me, 
is by calling into this show. So please take advantage of this opportunity. So let's talk about answering your higher calling. What is the difference between hearing a higher calling, finding a higher purpose, and answering your higher calling? Aren't all those the same thing? Well, let's look a little bit closer at each phrase. What does hearing a higher calling mean? Throughout your day, you hear many voices around you, loud voices, commanding voices, soft voices from people, from the internet, the media, from friends and family, but you also hear voices within yourself. Hearing a higher calling is being aware of a flow of deep inner music and higher guidance inside of yourself. It's similar to hearing soft music in the background throughout your day. Behind all of those voices, hearing a higher calling is being tuned into a higher frequency that is always there. These softer voices within you that are quiet at times and at other times whisper to you bring you quiet insights, recognitions of truth. They include your conscience, that still small voice that tells you right from wrong, but they are more than that. They remind you that there is more to life. There is more to your life than you may be considering. Sometimes you're more aware of that higher calling that whispers to you, encouraging you to be more or to do less. And sometimes you're so busy doing your life that you don't stop to tune into that music and listen to what it's saying. And this is true for all of us. So what is finding a higher purpose? Well, within this higher inner frequency are whispers, signs, and clear guidance that shine throughout your journey like a north star pointing you to your highest good. This north, north star points you toward real love. It reminds you of what brings you joy, fun, vision, passion, and creativity, along with insights and answers to your current circumstances on your daily journey. As you hear these whispers and follow them, Certain threads and ideas keep popping up, inspiring you to do things, to take action, which you either follow or not, but they continue to remind you of these choices, and they remain respectful of whether you answer these, what, these whispers or not. Henry David Thoreau once wrote, If a man does not keep pace with his companions, perhaps it is because he hears a different drummer let him step to the music which he hears, however measured or far away. So what is answering your higher calling? Well, it's when you choose to take action on these whisperings and signs, when you step out like the fool in the tarot deck, following the calling, even when you don't know where you are going or what you are doing or where it may be leading you, even when you are led into blind alleys and into the unknown, you still follow the music, trusting that it is leading you somewhere that is better for you. Of course, it's always important to be in touch with your higher guidance and to continue to be discerning to know exactly which voice you are following. Henry David Thoreau again also wrote, If one advances confidently in the direction of his dreams and endeavors to live the life which he has imagined, he will meet with a success unexpected in common hours. I can speak about this for myself a little bit about my journey and say this about following the higher calling. At times you'll be inspired by who you are, what you're doing. You'll feel that your guidance is clear and you are on track. And the times when you are not are equally as important. 
Some of you may feel you found your higher purpose. Some of you may feel you have not. We'll talk a bit about how you can find these threads, these whisperings. But I can speak for myself and say that right now, um, I have been feeling that I've been very much on track with my higher calling. And all of a sudden, with this current illness that I'm dealing with, this, this health challenge, everything stopped for me. I needed to stop work. I needed to stop and focus on my health. And even within that, hearing my higher self and finding these new treasures that have called me what may seem to be in a very different direction, I realize I'm still right on track. I'm not pushing myself. My days are quieter. I'm finding a deeper stillness, but I'm having fun just enjoying a patio garden that I'm creating and creating, let's say, healthier foods and and learning more about something called the microbiome, which we want to talk about more in the future. But I'll say this, even though I don't recognize myself and I have voices inside grumbling, why aren't we climbing mountains? Why aren't we pushing ourselves to be famous, to be known, to have more clients and all of that, there is something else that has come instead, which is a deeper knowing that I am on track, even though right now I am in some ways lost. But in other ways, this deep peace feels even more profound and wonderful for me. A couple of weeks ago when I was doing this show, which I think is part of my higher purpose, I had an insight right at the end of the show, which was really startling for me, because up to this point, I had thought like other people who are pursuing a career, that it's about, you know, having numbers, how many people are listening to the show, how many people are interested in, in buying readings from me and that kind of thing. And all of a sudden, I had an insight that it really did not matter who was listening to the show, how many people were listening, how many numbers I had, all of that seemed to just flat out drop away. And I realized that just doing the show, putting this voice, my resonance out into the world, was really enough. And even though I'd heard that com- that thought before, I'd never known it with such a clarity. And I realized it was another piece of inner guidance telling me that it's okay just to keep giving. Don't worry about who's listening. Don't worry about what will come of this show. But I'm putting that resonance out in the world. And it made me think about all of you being very grateful for those of you who do listen, but also to realize that when you are pursuing what you love, even when it's quiet, maybe it's just for you at home painting or, or doing something that you love, you are putting a resonance into the world that is all a part of the healing process. And I thank you for that. So I've stopped pushing myself. I've stopped pursuing all of the marketing emails and imagining I'm going to do big things in the world. But in fact, I'm finding that this piece is still a resonance that I'm putting out in the world as well. We're going to take a very short break, and we'll be back in a moment. We're going to focus for the next um, several minutes on two things, on how you find and answer your higher calling for yourself. We're going to, I'm going to give you one particular technique. We're going to be talking about other techniques in, in the near future, probably next week as well, because I have five techniques on how you can find and answer your higher calling. We're going to talk about one of them today, and then I'm going to take you on that quick guided visualization that will he- help you to keep on track with your higher calling. 
We may not get to all of these, so in part two, we will discuss the others. But all of these techniques that I'm going to give you about answering your higher calling, finding your higher calling, all of these techniques are fluid and flexible. And you may work on one step for a while and then work on another one. And it may fill you with passion and then you may hit a dead end. That's all part of the process. So you can revisit your list, the list I'm going to talk about, and you can follow your intuition. You will find your way. So how do you find your higher calling? In general, the key is to follow your heart, your fun, what you love, your passion, and responsibly leave behind all of your oughts, your have-tos, and shoulds, again, with responsibility. So here's the first thing I suggest. Number one, handle your current duties and obligations. So how do you do that? One, make a list. And those of you that really do your homework, believe me, you're going to get more out of this than you can imagine. Make a list. Write out and detail all of your current duties and obligations. Like, I have to keep my job. I have to feed my family. I have to take care of my children. I have to take care of my my husband. I have to serve this cause, the board that I'm on, whatever it may be. It may be very obvious ones, and it may be other ones. I need to make sure that I take care of my plants or feed the dog, whatever it might be. But make a list of your current duties and obligations. Write them out in detail, all of those current duties and obligations, so they're clear to you. Then go down the list and take time to look at each one and make make conscious choices about them. You may decide to keep the duty or obligation you have. You may decide to find new answers on how to be responsible for them. You may do some inner work to change your perspective on them or delegate them or let them go. So if you see you don't have to keep doing them and you might realize, wow, this no longer has to be a duty and obligation. Now, when you do this, you'll want to revisit this this list probably monthly to make sure that you're current with, with it. So to keep current with your list, you'll be checking in to be sure you're only doing the duties and obligations that you want to be doing. And the ones that you don't want, but feel that you must do, find and create healthy reasons why you're doing them. Making sure that your perspective is one of desire and purpose, and not martyr, suffering, struggle, or sacrifice. This is a place where a lot of people get trapped. They think, I have to do this because I've got to make money. I've got to do that because so-and-so is expecting this from me. Well, your attitude, your perspective on doing that duty and obligation will either feed your joy and your higher purpose or detract you from it. If you do find on your list that you have an obligation or you find that you are martyred and in struggle, or perhaps you have that fear of going for what you want because you're afraid that you don't have you won't make enough money you can always ask your higher self to help you transform your perspective to keep the job or find another answer for it you can always ask for help that is the first thing i say because it's usually the biggest stumbling block from getting on with our higher purpose is we have a bunch of shoulds and ought tos, but we don't take the time to stop and re- write them down and really think about them. Which of these can I delegate? Which of these do I really feel I have to? And maybe when the list seems overwhelming, I can't possibly follow my higher calling. I have too many uh, obligations and duties. You may want to ask yourself, why is it so important for me to be in struggle and martyred over this. What am I getting out of that? That's always a good way to look at it. Now, finding your higher self, 
purpose or your your higher purpose technique. I've said this before, but I will say it again. Make two lists. This is set homework number two. Make two lists. And the first is you make a list of things, things that you love to do that bring you pleasure, things that are fun to do when no one is looking, and places that you find your passion, hobbies, or playtime that you use to express your passion. And now make this list long. Don't have a shorter number than 10. Hopefully you'll have more than that. These are all things you love to do. I love to bake. I love to eat chocolate. I like to watch Turner Classics. That's one of my favorites. I like to make cocktails. I love to make love. It could be a lot of one fun, wonderful things. There's, you don't have to limit your list on that. Just let yourself have wild play in that first list. Now the second list is you're going to make a list of places that you feel concerned in the world. A very separate list. These these are issues of concern that you see in the news or people in certain predicaments that you're concerned about, feeling pulled to nations or causes, injustices where you feel a lot of emotion, maybe anger, sadness, righteousness, indignation, injustice, or a strong pull to participate for the love, the caring, or the injustice, or for the joy of it. Make that list. Again, make it longer than 10, but try and see. And often when you find you're righteous about somebody or something, people are cutting you off in traffic or whatever, there's usually a deeper value, something of purpose or meaning for you in every one of those irritations. Now you take your lists and you're going to start to play with your lists once these two lists are completed. And you're going to look down each column. And you're going to keep adding to them and then start looking at crisscrossing them. Now, I'm not going to say something that might make sense. I'll give you an example of what worked for me. But you might find, okay, I have this this passion for uh, creating healthy food. But I also over here, I see this need where women, and it's a passion of mine also, is I care very much about the people who are not eating well here in my town or my city. And that might bring up an idea for you. And again, this isn't about finding a higher purpose. It's about playing with these and finding several higher purposes. You're weaving a tapestry. Each is a thread. You don't know what the tapestry will look like perhaps for years, but follow those threads. That's where you are in this. An example of what happened for me when I did this homework, many of you know that I have a passion for the Merlin Arthur legend. It is absolutely what I love to do when no one is looking. I love to meditate with Merlin. I love to listen to the legend and go into it and talk to the different beings that are there and and dream about chivalry. It's beauty and enchantment. My communication with it excites my imagination and my thirst for greater character, vision, and beauty. Now, that's my passion. That was on one of my, my, on my passion list. But on my other list, I saw that I have, that I cared deeply and I have a lot of emotion about this, I care deeply about the lack of vision and character in our world leaders. And I realize it's a place I can get upset and angry. And I started to see here's a perfect place where these two cross over. I can work with a legend, play with it, and bring that level of character and vision to leaders. And that higher calling has led me here to be with you today. Well, that's two pieces of homework to get you going. We will be talking about more. But for right now, what I'd like to do is to take you on a small visualization because many of us, even if we have found our higher purpose, we get so busy in busyness that we can often lose touch with our higher guidance and find ourselves actually doing, doing, doing and not even thinking 
about tapping into our guidance and our higher wisdom. So what we're going to do, it's very simple. This isn't a visualization where you have to close your eyes, a deep meditation. It's just a brain technique. And I'm going to show you how to do this. I'll describe it first. Your attention is crucial. Where you place your attention throughout your day, (laughs) I'm learning more about this, is more important than we often think. Because most often, even Bruce Lipton talks about this, we are focused from our our subconscious mind. We're not that focused by our conscious mind. So this little exercise starts to build muscle inside of you of where you're focusing your attention. Am I focusing on the worries in my world? The next thing I have to do, that to-do list. Is it some incident that happened with my husband or wife or, or a friend that keeps me preoccupied? This little brain exercise is going to be one where you'll focus on something in your outer world, and then I'll bring your attention back to your inner world, where you'll then turn, it'll be as if you turn your attention inward and upward, And take a moment just to focus on your higher self, on your essential self, on that, what we called earlier, that um, the music, the higher frequency that is always there. And this is something that you can do throughout your day, especially when you find, oh my gosh, I've been so busy today, I haven't even thought and given myself a moment to stop here. I've had coffee breaks, but I haven't, I've really been outwardly focused And even doing this for 30 seconds, even 10 seconds, or five minutes, will shift your resonance um, profoundly. So with all of you, you don't even have to go into a meditative state, even when you're driving or whatever. For a moment, just close your eyes. And as you, you, one way to quickly get into an altered state is to take a deep, deep breath in and hold it for a moment. And let it out. And hold it again. And take another deep breath in. Holding it for a moment or two. And then let it out. And hold it for a moment or two and go at your own pace. And as you do that, come inside yourself, keeping your eyes closed. And for a moment, think about something that is concerning you, something that's troubling you. Perhaps it's a duty or an obligation. Perhaps it's something that needs to get done at home or at work. Or a concern about somebody that you care about that might be hurting right now. Whatever it might be, something troubling you. Focus on that and think about it. Give it your full attention. This is an exercise about attention. And as you think about this concern, this issue, this to-do piece on your to-do list, notice your body. Feel how your body is feeling. If it's anxious or tense, notice any emotion that is there. Keep your attention on that thing that preoccupies you in the outer world. But as you think of it, also scan your body, your emotional state, your energy, your thoughts. Great. Now gently pull your attention away from that 
which you were just focusing on. And imagine that your attention now is coming inside of you, maybe in toward your belly, and then moving up as if within yourself you're looking up and begin to focus on that higher frequency. I like to think I'm, I'm focusing on my higher self. And by doing that, they're right there. For you, it may be, I'm focusing on my essential self. Or for others of you deeply religious people, you may want to focus on on Jesus or uh, a deity. But this is really focusing on the grander you that is inside of all of you, usually separate from a deity, but that might be a way to start for you. Focus on your higher self, that essential you that is grander than you. Keep your attention there, inward, upward, higher self. And just contemplate that for a moment. And feel what is there, the light, the expansion, the warmth. Or perhaps you feel nothing, but keep your focus there on something greater than me. That higher frequency, the more of me, my essential self. And scan your body. Notice how it feels to just keep your attention on your higher self. Notice your body reactions, your feelings, perhaps anxiety letting go. Excellent. Just feel what that feels like to be focused inward and upward to your higher self. And we're going to do this one more time. This is not a meditation, but gently now bring your attention down and out, back on a concern, something you have to do perhaps next after the radio show if you're listening, or just something that preoccupies your mind at the moment. And notice how your body changes, that you feel smaller or perhaps a little more cramped or anxious Or perhaps you feel that a little bit of adrenaline rush as you think of that outer thing that calls your attention. Most things do call our attention outside of ourselves. Just notice how that feels. And then gently bring again your attention back inside yourself. And look up or feel that you're you're reaching up to your higher self, that more of you, that essential self. And just focus your attention there and hold it for as long as you can. And feel what you feel, perhaps relaxing, letting go, perhaps nothing. Yes. And then you can gently... Thank that higher self, perhaps, or do this exercise whenever you like. It's it's a wonderful way to build muscle of your attention so that when you catch yourself in in a place of anxiety or running too many spinning things, we've talked before about how to stop the spinning brain, but you can always, even when you're driving and your eyes wide awake, you can pull your thoughts, your attention inside and up and focus on your higher self. And this muscle 
will help all of you legendary leaders so much because the last thing you want to do is a lot of busyness and then find yourself days, weeks, years from now that you really have not been in touch with your higher calling. You've been focusing on perhaps your negative ego or some other voice that's driving you. And this is a way to keep in touch with that. So we are going to open up the lines here. We're going to take some calls. We're going to be answering some, well, the questions that you may have. So please call in now, and uh, we're going to take a short break here. And again, that number, one 472 5795 I look forward to hearing from you and answering your questions after the break. Listening to Legendary Leaders with Maria Danley. To receive the answer to your most burning question, please call 1 866 472 5795. Again, that's 1 866 472 5795. Now, let's return to Legendary Leaders. Hello and welcome back. And for those of you who are learning to do sacred space, that's what we have done to connect to spirit guides to be able to answer your questions. And so with that, we want to turn to you. We, we call before us. We're going to do this again just as a reminder for all of you on creating sacred space. It sounds like this. We call Raphael with the sylphs of the air before us and Gabriel with the undines of water behind us. We call Mikael with the salamanders of fire and Uriel with the gnomes of the earth to the left to open a sacred space today. We call our future selves, our truer transcendent sacred selves before us and behind us the wisdom and protection of our ancestors of Sirius, Lemuria, Atlantis, the fairy realm and realms of other. And we call upon the guidance of all those that we read for today. We call down the forces of the universe above us. We call up the spirits of nature beneath us. And we call within us the energies within, asking our higher selves, souls, spirits, and unseen friends, ours, as well as those for whom we read, to be here at this time to answer these questions through us with harm to none. So be it, and so it is. We have Julie here from Delaware. Are you there? Hi. Hi. How wonderful. Yes, I'm here. How wonderful to hear Uh, your voice. Yes, can can you hear us, Julie? Yes, yes, I can hear you fine. Wonderful. What is your question today? Do you oh, have- uh, you know, 
I, I love the um, the meditation you gave us just now, um, but today I have an awfully serious question. Okay. Um, I know a young man who has told me that he wants to commit suicide, yeah. and I really would be very grateful for any advice that... If I don't know if you can um, well, right. talk to your higher self or help me connect with my higher self to know what to to tell him. Okay, what we'll do is we will connect with you through your higher self, but we will need not anonymity. But what we would like is just his first name and the town he's in, and hopefully they will give us information. What, what is the first name of his first name? His first name is Michael. Okay, and he lives where? Or do you know I, where he? Lives? Say that again. Do you know where he lives, uh, Julie? Um, he lives in Delaware. Okay, Michael in Delaware, and he's in in dire straits. One moment. Yes. Well, they are giving me a picture for him uh, of what's going on. He's been feeding his negativity for some time. When we look at his energy field, he is really uh, quite underwater with it. In other words, he's been feeding negative thoughts about himself, and um, these these th- these suicidal thoughts have been there for some time. Um, he was toying with them, playing with them. He was getting discouraged by life and, and um, just... The feeling a lot of failure was what his negative ego was telling him, and so he mm-hmm. has been uh, spinning this these negative thoughts around and around and around, and he's been believing them more and more. So we're trying to think of of what they would say to him directly. I'm just going to see if they'll if I can connect with his higher self. I haven't quite done it this way before, but one moment. Well, they're showing me he's so underwater. He's lost something to care about. Now, do you know him well enough, Julie, to uh, speak to him or call him out? There's something... I probably do, yes. Because he, what is happening is, yes, he's lost hope, and it's a very self-absorbed um, place to be when you're committing, you know, you're thinking of that. But we would say there's something he can be caring about. We don't know if it's a sister or some other thing to remind him, what can he possibly care about that is bigger than himself? And to to see if, if he I, I can don't talk. know. I I'm not sure if he has any religious beliefs. I don't think he believes in a higher power. Well, this wouldn't be this wouldn't be a higher power. This would be like a sister or a dog or or something else that he cares about. Yes, um, he does. They, he has a sister that he yeah. cares about a lot. Well, that's what we're seeing. We're seeing like a sister. Um, you know, talk to him and just say, you know, if, here's the thing. When some people are threatening this, they're often wanting help. They're, it's a call for help. Sometimes it isn't the real, the real thing. We see he could uh, do this because he's deeply in it. Um, but we would say this, that when you speak with him, you know, when people try and plead, oh, don't, oh, don't, oh, don't, they just hear the negative, they can sometimes hear the negative voice inside and, and, and choose to do these drastic things anyway. But pulling his attention out on a reason for being here. 
that might be, yes, you, you, you want to do this thing, but what, what about your sister? How will that make her feel? How, and not to guilt trip him, but just to say, you know, he's absolutely a choice here if he wants to leave the planet or not. But at the same time, there are many who will hurt and those loved ones. If he, if he can spend any time, and you might even say, you know, yeah, I can hear you're gripped by a negative voice that might be telling you a bunch of lies and he may feel they're really real. But that's what we, the best advice we can think of at this point is to talk about his sister, to tell him how you care for him and try as best as you can not to be in a place of pleading or dramatic about it because that can just feed the fire sometimes, but more to be more just, and here's what you can do. One other thing, Julie, talk to his higher self and beam love to him. And I mean, even after the show, just close your eyes and send love to his higher self and to him. And in in a sense, you're, you're beaming love and hope to him that there are other choices. He does not have to make this choice. And then if you do talk to him, you can say what we were talking about. Does that make sense to you? Yes, that makes a lot of sense. Okay. Very helpful. Okay, honey. Well, we're glad you called in today, Julie. It's always great to speak with you. Hope to talk to you again. Okay. Okay. Thank, Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Hi, Dawn. You're from Atlanta. Are you there? Yes, I am. Okay, wonderful. And thank you for calling in. What's your question today? My question is that I know I, and I've talked to you about this before, I keep getting on the precipice of um, I know I need to legally end my marriage. And there is some resistance that stops me every time. Okay. Well, we're seeing two things, Dawn. One is that there's something about your husband that, um, I don't know if the word is controlling or strong-minded or um, there's a strength in there that's, uh, it's not negative, but it's just forceful. <laughs> we want to mm-hmm. say that's uh, that's a kind of uh, scary. And so we would say not threatening, like he's going to threaten and hurt you, but just more like, you know, you're so used to in some ways giving up uh, your, to his control. It is it maybe mm-hmm. a way of, of putting it that he's, that, that's scary. So that's one piece. And then you have a younger part of you. We want to say, I don't know, she's probably a teenager or a young adult um, who, who I, I want to say this, she still has a kind of a dream of this, uh, not necessarily this marriage, but of marriage working. And there's a part where she wants to hide and stay safe in this relationship, even though you, the adult, knows that this is not a safe relationship. Can you relate to what we're saying? Yes. Would you take some time to talk to her? Go inside meditation, journal this, talk to her. But I really believe in marriage. It's a good thing. It's too scary. We shouldn't stand up to him. He's he's kind of frightening. Marriage can work. We can make it work. You know, she has these kind of, uh, we want to say, adolescent fantasies about it, even though you, the adults, say this is the wrong partner. We sense if you can hold, you know, love her, and you can even say meditation and see yourself doing this. Stand behind me. I'm going, I, the adult, I'm going to make the decision here. And we even think uh, we, if you have a friend or a coach or somebody that you can talk to, to say, I want to practice uh, saying goodbye or saying no to my husband. Mm-hmm. And get somebody who's going to really be good at um, acting like him, even if somebody's just making it up, you know, well, I don't think you should go, Dawn, it's it's not appropriate. Well, yes, it is. It's time for me to go. And uh, if you're going to treat me this way, I'm just not going to talk anymore, whatever it might be. We don't, we're not, we're making mm-hmm. that part up, but you need to practice. You might want to practice a little strength in the communication. And here's the third piece, giving yourself permission. It's okay. I am not a failure that this marriage has failed. I'm here to love myself, find love, and that's real love for myself, and it's safer for me to leave in that regard. These are images that we have for you. Is that helpful? 
Mm-hmm. Yes, very, very. So you you got the you got the drill. Practice the the yes. voices. Really talk to the parts of you and call on the other ones. There might be a child in there too, still hanging in there, thinking yeah. it's bad and wrong to leave a marriage. And realize you're standing and image this. I'm standing like an angel holding a sword of truth. The point to the ground. I'm holding the sword of truth. No. This is not okay to be treated this way. And the answer is no. And you might want to practice imaging that because your future self is here to bring you to a different life we, we, that we sense, yeah. okay? Yes, thank you so much. Well, thank you for calling in, Dawn, and, and best You're wishes welcome. on that. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. And uh, Robin from Denver, we see you on the line. Are you still there? Yes, I am. Hello. Hello, and and thank you for calling in. And what is your question today, Robin? Um, Actually, I have two. Okay. Um, The first one is my hair and my eyebrows. I've been trying so hard to find out why my hair is shedding. I've gone to two or three different doctors. Okay. And nothing is really working. Um, I still have hair on my head, but it comes out in handfuls every day. Mm -hmm. And then the other, uh, my eyebrows, um, you know, I don't have any. Okay, so let me go a little deeper, Robin. I have to tune to you. It takes a moment, and you are in Denver. Okay, one moment. Well, the images that they're telling me now, you know, we're just beginning in this. If we were going to do a longer reading, we might be unveiling layers here. But we want to talk about, certainly you've thought of this, but there is a tremendous amount of stress and anxiety going on for you. And we we sense, yes, there's some stress from now, but we've also, your fears of the, the, your pictures um, that you're, you have, Robin, of the future are, are really uh, scary pictures. We don't know if it's fear of aging, uh, fear of being alone, but can you relate to the amount of fear we're talking about? No, I can't. Okay. That's what they're telling me. So, hold on. Well, what is the stress? What what is the current stress? Or is everything just grand and fine? Your hair just seems to be falling out. Or how how would you describe it? Because we're trying to. Uh, that's what we're being told. So, um, um, it just comes out in clumps. Well, that's a very serious issue. Have you been to the doctor to see if you have 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 a yes. deeper issue with this? What what, what are they yes. telling you? What are the doctors telling you? Um, so I have a thyroid uh, issue, so I'm mm-hmm. on the thyroid medication. And on the hormonal um, supplement. Yeah. And I've also gone to a dermatologist as well. And she gave me something to put in my hair. There is something really off, off balance in your, in your biochemistry. One second. Well, they they are they keep telling me that something is eating at you, um, and we see both things going on. One is that some issue is really disturbing you. That is one thing. I'm not saying that handling that that issue would bring back the hair, but then there's a, a chemical issue. Are you taking a lot of medicine or drugs of some kind? Yes. Yeah, so I'm taking a brand new medicine, um, and um, it'll be over in about a week. 
Yeah. Well, let's put it this way. And we, again, we don't, we'll only say what we're, what we have a sense about here is that you've been taking drugs for some time, you know, medicine and that kind of thing and relying a bit on, um, you know, relying heavily on, on medicine or health profession or whatever. And we, we mentioned this word earlier, this microbiome, just because it's something that we're really interested in, but your, your gut, you have an imbalance, quite a big imbalance there. And it is affecting your hormones. Um, that there's a place where you need a cleanse to get all all the drugs off and to really, we want to say cut back as much as you can. Now, we're not saying cut out all drugs, but but working with somebody who, some doctor or somebody who can help you to cut back. Is it a number of medications that you're on? No. Okay. It's well, one. we do. It's we one. see that there's but something it's funny about you say clean out because I'm going to have a um, a cleanse a colonoscopy tomorrow. Okay. So I'm doing a cleanse right now, basically, you know, before the procedure. And when was the last time, uh, Robin, that you had blood work done? I mean, a, a good thorough pa- panel so you can see all of the, what's going on in your blood. Oh, recently. Very oh, okay. Okay, and they didn't see anything there because this is this is highly unusual. We wish we could see more and just say, you know, if you would just just do this, then your hair will grow back. And we're not seeing that. We're seeing more. It is a hormone imbalance, a chemical imbalance, but we are seeing some kind of a stress. And this may have come from the past that is coming up now. Um, hold on. Is it possible that it's from the, the medication that I've been on for three months? Yes, it's very possible. And again, we they aren't saying specifically that, um, but they're saying that there is a chemical imbalance from the medications, and again, but they are saying that there's a stress. Now, we, we believe if you're going for colonoscopy and you're getting cleaned out, that's great. But there's something more about relying too much on, I don't know, what is it? Is it the medical profession, but on people outside of you? We, it's kind of like, and we'll just share the image we have of you leaning into, let's say, men or relationships outside of you, of um, what other people are saying. There's something about finding your own voice and finding your own um, boundaries. Is there something in there too for you? That's the other whisper they have. I don't know. If, does it, do you relate to that? Um, not particularly um, I just have one alternative doctor that I see but that's it other than the person that, uh, the doctor that's giving me this uh, medication okay and maybe we're, we're thinking outside of the medical profession we're just saying like in relationships in life and that kind of thing and we're going to uh, oh, okay. we're going to also look and see just a little bit more for you tell us just a little bit more when you think of to- of, of times of stress because the pictures that you're asking us to find right now, they either come sometimes or the words come. We're, we're clairvoyant, clairsentient, clairaudient. But sometimes right now there, is a, there isn't the flow and we're not quite sure why. So tell us anything about, um, will you tell us just a little more deeply about um, something that you feel comfortable sharing about either the medication or what you've been going through or some, some stress. They keep mentioning that, that you went, that you went through either. What was the big stress that happened? It doesn't mean just recently. It could have been a while ago. What happened? Um, I think the big stress is um, the hepatitis C that I had for Mm -hmm. 29 years. Mm -hmm. And so this new medicine is taking care of, of that. And that's the big stress that I can think of. In yeah. addition to that, it may be, you know, a lot of work that I'm doing right now, but that's Yes, it. yes. And the work that you're doing, uh, yeah, what is the work you're doing? 
I'm an appraiser. An appraiser. Well, we're seeing it is a combination of those things. And um, and when you had the hepatitis C, were you taking drugs for that too? To antibiotics and things? No. Okay. It's the first time I've been treated for it. All right. Well, um, I don't know if you listen to the show in the future. We're, we're hoping to have on uh, somebody who, a fascinating fellow. We would say this to anybody with chronic illness. We've discovered this uh, amazing fellow called Gary Blyer, who, if you look at advanced cell training, the, he has this amazing technique where you can learn to talk to your, your body to actually rid yourself of these viruses, the viruses and pathogens and stuff. The body will do it without medications. Quite fascinating. And um, that's some place to look. We wish we were clearer and more able to help you, but we are sen- sensing this that, uh, Robin, you've been so um, used to doing so much work. Okay, there's a place where uh, maybe it's a combination of the work, um, the not letting yourself have the time to relax. Let's put it this way. It's more like you're so used to working and being the person who keeps doing things, you sometimes just don't feel what's going on in terms of the amount of either stress. Do you know what we mean? You know, you can shove that down and because you're so, you know, kind of successful. One thing after another, you just keep doing it. And in some ways, this is sort of a wake up call. Um, This isn't a permanent uh, position that you're in with the hair loss and all of that. But there is a wake up call. There is a wake up call here for you to stop, to look at something, um, to assess something. And we think it's either the driving yourself, the yes, of course, you want to be free of the hepatitis C. We would say there are ways to do it that are, don't have to be so chemical, as we just suggested with the ACT advanced cell training. But we also see it's more of a wake-up call for you that oh, it's time for me to stop and really reassess, is this what I want to be doing? Do I want to be so out of touch? And a part of you, we want to say, is exhausted. And and maybe your blood work didn't point that out, but we sense that that might be going on. And we aren't. that's about as clear as we are today for you, and I'm sorry we aren't a bit clearer. Okay. Okay? Okay. We, All right. we, Thank you we, so much, Marie. You're 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 very welcome, Robin. Thank you for calling in. So we are we are the lines are open. We think there is somebody else who's on the line, and here we have Kate calling in from New York. And Kate, are you there? Yes, I am. Okay, thank you for calling in today, Kate. And uh, how may we help you? I'm looking for what my higher power is trying to tell me. Um, okay. I've had a really bad 24 hours, and things are just coming at me like there is no tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. And I'm trying to breathe. Yeah, and good good that you keep trying to believe. Give us a moment so we can find uh, their words for you. One moment. Yeah, it's interesting that you're saying, you know, I'm just trying to breathe. And uh, we were very aware, of course, that you just received bad news on both both uh, places. We do want to respect your privacy. Um, but we want to look a little, you know, in other words, we don't know how much freedom we have to speak about what's going on for you. Um, Kate, we don't know how much. Yeah. Okay. So let's look at the, the physical condition one moment. Okay. 
Okay. The one that's related to the breast area, the chest area, yes. we would say they're telling me is about this anger at being the mothering, the mother, the mothering, at mo- and anger at the mother. Um, a lot of this has been kind of like tucked away, you know, under the breast in, in that particular place and uh, has been holding a lot of that. We'd like you to, you know, again, you're going to, to follow whatever is, is, is the right protocol for you. But we can say a technique for you is to imagine that you're opening up like a valve in that spot and um, as if you're draining out the negativity, letting it flow away. And this is, and there is so much anger we want to say at the lack of mothering the mother, your own mother, the way she treated you, the lack of respect, and this place of, um, like kind of getting the bad end of uh, the deal both ways. A mother that wasn't there for you. And now, of course, we know that you love your son. But this idea that, you know, where is the nurturing? Where's the mothering? Why am I always the one that is there for everybody else, but not there for yourself? And part of this we see, Kate, is, um, is yes, getting out more of that anger toward mother, but also the part that um, it's time for me to be the mother for myself, to care for myself. And you are not alone opening up to the higher self, opening up to, let's say, the universal mother to love you through this. So, in, in you have me, I, w- I will be there for you. Um, but you are going through this this health challenge, and a lot of you can think of it as like this. Well, they're using the word pus, but it's like this dark, icky, old, oily stuff that has just been in there for decades. And um, you can imagine opening that valve, letting it out right before you fall asleep at night, asking your higher self to go in there and cleaning all of that out, right? So yes. that we we would suggest is one thing to do, and we want to talk about the other issue one moment. Well, isn't that interesting? They are talking again. It had to do with your daughter and giving birth. So here's this again, the issue of mother. And it was a backwards birth. And this idea gave you a real scare uh, and, and, and frightening. But this issue, it's all been, uh, yeah, this push-pull of anger, fear, anger, fear with mother, with the mothering. And this place I cannot trust. Um, the mother, the the big mother. I don't trust any mothering influence. And um, is a sense. Is this clear for you, or makes sense for you? Makes sense. Total. Yeah. So, um, what? Yeah, you you've been so good at at uh, writing out your anger, working on the anger diet. We we suggest you might want to return to that if you can, realizing that this is the issue. I'm having difficulty in dealing with mother and mothering, and feeling I've been on this earth all this time and not had mother or a mothering and. I am finding, and we don't mean just a physical mother, but this is keeping you like a veil or even a brick wall between you and the goddess energy and between your higher self, your soul, these aspects of you. So we would say, just to keep asking for help, help me to, to surrender this pain, not myself, surrender this, this uh, lump of anger that I have, this, uh, this, this lump of coal in me that is still so anger, angry, and you'll want to weep about that as well. We suggest you look at that and with compassion for your daughter to, uh, you know, look at the mothering relationship there, okay? We can talk about this okay. more another time. And we thank you so much okay. for, call, for calling in today. Thank you, Kate. And thank, thank you to you. all... Thank you. And and thank you to everyone listening today. We really appreciate it. Some intense things going on in the world. Absolutely. absolutely. And that's all the time that we do have today. And we thank you for listening. It's always an honor to be able to read for you. For those of you who um, have loved ones that might want uh, my channeling, please have them tune into the show. Give them the phone number. I'd be happy to do that for them. 
And for all of you, whenever you're listening to this show, I thank you for listening to Legendary Leaders, Answering the Higher Calling. It is an honor to support all of you unsung heroes on your journey to become the legendary leaders that you're destined to be. I know this is a tough time for a lot of us. We're moving through uh, difficult places, and we ask you just to keep staying in touch with your higher self and a vision of your future from them. And until next week, I send you my love and best wishes. Thank you so much. Thank you for tuning in this week for Legendary Leaders. Maria Danley invites you to join her for another inspiring show next Tuesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave channel. Have a wonderful week.